there. Welcome to Brave, Bold, and Badass, the podcast. I'm your host, Grace Howes, productivity and mindset coach and all-around soul nudger for women in business. In this podcast, I not only talk about the process of inner transformational work, but share ways to maneuver through, to reconnect to a deeper sense of your worth, your brilliance, and your agency, especially if you're in your second stage of life. What I know to be true is that women in business can be both fierce and soft, while wholly being themselves, and still find room to be more bold in their thinking, more badass in their doing, and especially more brave in their being. Let's do this, shall we? Between the end of the old year and the beginning of the new, there's a certain fervor that takes over our thinking. We push ourselves to come up with the goals we want to achieve by year's end in business. Makes sense, right? Goals that are strategic, workable, certainly attainable, and definitely ones that will surpass the results from our previous year. And after creating these goals and getting them written down, for the most part, we feel good about what we've outlined and the direction we're headed. Our ideas and plans look good on paper. But the question of how we'll achieve all of our desires and plans for the new year is most times not actually addressed. Now, writing goals down is one thing. Devising concrete, workable weekly and monthly tasks is the part that we sometimes miss. That was me. I would set beautiful yet lofty goals for the products I wanted to create, the revenue I wanted to make, the subscribers I wanted to attain, you know, all the things. But what I didn't do was to lay out a cohesive step-by-step plan to realistically achieve them. This is what is known as SMART goals, an acronym for Specific, Measurable, Achievable, Relevant, and Time-Bound Goals. And I just didn't adhere to this principle in the whole. SMART goals, of course, help you eliminate the generalities so you execute your plan effectively. Not like I was thinking... I am ahead of the eight ball because I have plans and the receipts to show I have plans. I generally didn't work on creating the specific steps I needed to take to bring my ideas to full fruition so that my revenue stabilized, my profit margins increased, and I realized the goals I wanted to achieve. It was more of a wing and a prayer type of goal setting. Thankfully, that was my before. Setting goals is good. Creating workable concrete plans is fantastic. Great. But do you know what's usually missing, even if you've done all your planning, your quarterly planning? And that is what this episode is about. How to reset to create massive growth in your business while implementing your goals. In last week's episode, I shared the five key mindset principles to keep in mind each year to help you gain clarity so you focus on the things that matter. Today, I'll be sharing three ways to ensure that all your goals you've set for the year and the results you want to achieve is more purposeful and attainable. These three are only a few of the mindset methods I have clients implement into their schedule as we work to get them out of their way so they show up more authentically and in their power. Now, I don't say that part lightly about your power, I mean. When we get in our way, our power is diminished, our actions are thwarted, and those goals we set, we might as well throw them on top of the trash heap. Now, that's not what I want for you, 
not what I want for my clients, and of course, not what I want for myself either. And that's why I think these three specific ways of operating in your business are important enough to bring to your attention. So the question for you then, after listening, is to ask, are any one of them, or all of them, things you need to consider implementing as well? Okay, so the first one is simple, but often overlooked as a way to approach manifesting your goals. Be goal-focused, not goal-controlled. Now, you've created your top three to five goals for the year. You've broken them up into your quarterly objectives, and each month you know what you'll be doing. Yet, your attention is always on those end results. And they tend to control your thoughts and your feelings are always in the back of your mind, taking up mental space. This is what I call being goal-controlled. This goal-driven way of being can only lead in the end to frustration and self-blame for things not happening as you laid them out. On the other hand, when you're goal-focused, you're concentrating on the path outlined to get there and not allowing your expectations to be your driving force. Being goal-focused allows you to effectively allocate your time and energy to tasks that direct your progress towards the end result you want. In other words, you're focusing on the processes that get you to the goal and not just the goal itself. And what that means is you don't get stuck trying to strictly adhere to your expectations, what you've set in your mind for how these end results should play out. And that's because your expectations and your goals are not the same things. Let me pull on that thread a little bit more. It's not that I'm saying that you can't have expectations. Absolutely not. But to not be so focused on what you expect to happen. It's like wearing blinders that limit your view of the bigger picture so you miss opportunities that would better impact and drive the results you desire. Just like your beliefs change as you continue to evolve, it's the same for any of the goals you've created. Being willing to shift or pivot is a necessary component of the whole goal setting that drives you toward the results you want to attain. Stay open to the possibility that you might have to tweak or even ditch your original idea. Let's just call this your future self whispering her wisdom to you today. Okay, the second one is less of a mindset method to practice and more a productivity habit to implement. It still, though, falls in line with clearing your mindset and getting out of your way. And the added bonus is it will also help you remain goal-focused and not goal-controlled. Number two is schedule regular check-ins to review and adjust. This is something I did not do at all when I first started in business those years ago. I didn't take the time to do any reviews, so obviously I couldn't make any adjustments throughout the year. Yikes, right? Okay, so you've most likely chosen a word of the year to inspire and motivate you. A quick heads up before I go on. If you haven't yet done this work to find your guiding word for the year, I'll leave a link in the show notes for a free PDF that will help you choose your ideal word. My word, or rather, my phrase came to me last November. Be her now. I have an upcoming episode about how this phrase and new tenet chose me. But as part of my quarterly check-ins, 
I now do CEO dates, scheduling one day each quarter to assess my progress and adjust or retool my goals so I achieve the vision I've outlined for my business. By the way, using the acronym CEO might seem lofty or ambitious. After all, I'm a solopreneur, a one-woman show, and not the head of a large corporation. But I started using it more regularly because I want to inspire and motivate myself to think large and more powerfully about who I am in business and what can I achieve if I put my CEO thinking cap on. Believe it or not, it actually stops me from diminishing my light and my capabilities because, let's face it, I am not making a big corporate CEO salary. So there is that. Okay, back to CEO dates. I come to this time knowing that I might need to shelve a project or postpone certain tasks that take me away from my objective or no longer fall in line with where I see my business going. I had originally started monthly check-ins, but realized I needed more data points to truly see where adjustments needed to be made. This last one, number three, I fervently believe is actually the most important of the three, even though all are really definitely worth the consideration and implementation. Number three is create an honors agreement with yourself. What the heck is that? What is an honors agreement and what does it have to do with your business? Simply put, an honors agreement is a contract between your thinking head and your feelings body. And right now you might be thinking, okay, whoa, Grace, feelings, come on. I thought you were talking about business here. Stay with me on this one. Your honors agreement is a commitment from yourself to yourself to adhere to certain stipulations and firm boundaries as you do your passion work. It's a list of agreements or pledges between your higher self and your feelings body. And how can they work together to honor the feelings you're experiencing? One is not more right, but a compromise is needed for both parts of yourself to feel heard. It's actually one of the first things I have my clients work on, creating a list of agreements that will honor their feelings while also validating their logical reasoning mind, the part of them that devises all those beautiful business goals. What I've found in the work I do is that most of us have ceded authority over to our thinking brains. Now, know that I'm not referring to our reasoning side, the side that came up with all those beautiful goals, but more the part of us that has a tendency to let our fears rule. Well, let me tell you why that's not good. I've talked about the IBSC, the Itty Bitty Shitty Committee. That's what I call it. And this is the primal and fear-filled part of your brain whose sole mission is to keep you safe from quote-unquote, predators by having you perform power-reducing actions that are grounded in narratives that are incorrect, false, and sometimes shame-inducing. Now, from her perspective, your IBSC, that is, the experiences you've had that hurt you, cause pain or trauma, the ones she tries hard to not let you repeat. Her aim is to not have you learn the lesson, grow, or evolve but to completely avoid these unsafe, as she thinks of them, situations and emotions altogether, just bypass them. Sweep them under a rug. She don't care. But by creating an honest agreement with yourself, 
you create a treaty of sorts that still honors the things that makes your IBSC feel heard without giving into the fear so that your higher self, one of my clients calls this part of her, her queen, can show up in her most powerful way to slay it in business. So then what does this mean? It means you'll stay true to the business and personal boundaries you set. What some of these boundaries can look like? Following through on your commitment to stopping your workday at a certain time each day so that you can rest and rejuvenate. Or it might be saying no to extra tasks or requests from others, even yourself, because you feel you need to. Hello, people-pleasing side of you. Another agreement is to take the breaks you say you'll do as a part of your self-care practices or adhering to digitally unplugging or set an alarm for maximal scroll time. These are things These are things you can put on your agreements list, your honors agreement list with yourself. A boundary one of my clients knew she needed to establish was when she felt she was trying to complicate things, as was her habit. So instead, when she finds herself in that, how can I do more thought loop or feeling overwhelmed start to creep in, we came up with a question she could ask herself in the moment. How can I make this simple? And I got to tell you, she's already found this one question slows her breath and minimizes the chaos of thoughts bouncing back and forth in her brain. Adding this simple and clear question to her honors agreement has shifted so much for her that she's now noticing other areas of her life that need her to create other boundaries to add to this list. An honors agreement has you taken care of your mind, your internal core, and your body, and helps you hold true to the commitments you make to yourself. How can you have your thinking mind work to honor the feelings you're experiencing? With an honors agreement. Your IBSC knows her role. She keeps you safe and feels heard and understood. Your logical thinking self knows her role, that of insightful strategists creating the path to follow and your feeling self, her role is your internal compass. Understanding, acknowledging, and accessing your inner power requires a steady commitment on your part that you will stay committed to your pledge to each of them, each part of you. Adding any one, or for that matter, all three methods to your business tool belt will help you reset your year and lead you to a successful outcome for the goals you've established. So let's have a quick recap. Be goal-focused, not goal-controlled. Know that what you can control are your daily, weekly practices, tasks, and actions, and your disciplines. Speaking of disciplines, one of those is scheduling regular and ongoing business check-ins, but also being open to adjusting whatever needs to be tweaked, postponed, or released. And lastly, creating an honors agreement that outlines the boundaries that you will commit to for how you care for yourself in business. Setting goals is really about who you will become along the way. And the way to become her is to make a list of pledges for your honors agreement so you can be her now. A quote I say from an article reads, don't fall in love with the goal fall in love with the process of getting to the goal. 
It's your commitment to the process that will determine your progress and your results. And he's right. Each of these mindset methods and habits, they get you there. Listen, I want you to see past your mindset blocks and get out of your way so that you can begin taking action and carrying out all the plans you've outlined. So your desired results are not just a pie-in-the-sky dream for your business, but that they actually help you reach your target so you stretch and grow beyond even what you think you're capable of this year. And if right now, as you're thinking about all that I've shared, you need some help figuring this out, that's what I'm here for, to help you gain the clarity, focus, and direction needed, plus provide tools and resources like those I shared today so that you can confidently pursue your passion work while remaining true to the person you're becoming. Schedule a call with me now so we can chat about how I can support you in managing your mind so that you realized all those brilliant, badass goals for 2023. Alrighty then, till next time, be brave, be bold, stay badass. Badass.